so now we'll do our usual start for just when Jim edits. So we have to be quiet for a count of five. A real five count. Okay. Hello, and welcome to Commagers. I'm Brian Costello. I'm Jim DeSanto. Katie DeSanto. And we have a live audience member. Yell out your name. No, you won't. That was Jerry. Jerry. Jerry's here today. Jerry's here today. Jerry's here. Jerry's live. He's Everybody's reunited. He's blackout drunk. When's the last time all four of us were in the same space? Um, I don't think we're uh, legally allowed to mention that event. I... What, what, when was it? I'm joking. I, I was like, I, I honestly don't, don't even I don't know. know. I, I mean... It was a long time ago. The Moffins. No, it's after that. It was after. Jim wasn't at the Moffins. No. no and no, Jerry, no. you were at graduation, the, weren't you? Brian's wedding. Yeah. Oh, Brian's wedding. Would be <laughs> the was... first place to start. <laughs> yeah. And then have we been in a room together since then? Yes, probably. You're good. All right. So today Famous we are questions. talking uh, about the Richard Grieco teen spy comedy maybe 80s this was like definitely one of those it was in the 90s 91 but it but had that feel of an 80s movie where they didn't really care about genre or they just wanted to make something a kids would spend a lot of money on yes and i don't think they cared <laughs> about telling you when it was because right. it was not of issue this movie is amazing but first as always we'll ask the most pressing question of every episode what are we drinking this episode i'm drinking jim beam double oaked twice barreled Bourbon. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're in Pennsylvania, this was on special for $16. I think it's usually like 25 something. Oh, that's, that's, um, that's fantastic for 16 bucks. Yeah, amazing. Uh, as usual, I'm triple fisting. So we have... Um, <laughs> we've got a nitro cold brew from Cafe Nero in the Boston area. Delicious. Great little coffee spot. I've got my water and I'm, I've got a hard seltzer. A little truly hard seltzer going on. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I have Jameson Black Barrel. Jim, you're making which watermarks. Which is fantastic. Well, you've already Don't stained the for, table. No, I think it's okay. I think it, it's already gone. All right. It's so fine. there we go. Okay. All right. So Brian's uh, going to get a divorce over I'm the table. I'm so sorry, Aileen. There's a watermark a on the podcast. table. It and was only there for like two minutes. Aileen this is why you're not allowed to have people over, Brian. This Aileen. is why we simulcast and we don't do it live. Aileen uh, hates us. <laughs> hates the podcast. Don't say that. And then she, she hates that we ruin the table. Aileen, you don't hate us, do you? She doesn't listen to this. She might She was on. Yeah, now she's probably off. Though. Yeah, she is. Uh, okay, fact check from last week's Godforsaken film. Not Ugh. Godforsaken episode. Great episode. One of our highest rated episodes. I don't even remember what we watched. Uh, you not well, you it. weren't there. Oh, Phantom Thankfully. Menace. Phantom Menace. You blacked oh, out having God. to watch it. She Thank watched God. a little bit of it. Do you have anything watch. to say uh, about the movie? I was excited that you got to talk about the midichlorians. How <laughs> oh, much I hated yeah. it. She was so I like I like Keenan really handled yeah, that. Yeah. Keenan no, as soon as I heard that Keenan brought it up, I was like, all right, they're good. I'm, I turned off. That I felt was, like you, you got to horrible. the place you needed to go. Uh, so we talked about young Anakin, Jake Lloyd. Um, just a fact check on him. He retired from acting in 2001. I'm so sorry. I also just need to comment on when Keenan realized that his charger was in the other room. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> And he had to leave, leave the podcast. Yeah. Oh. To be fair, they don't do their podcast live. I, it they, was, they but it, that part, I was like, yeah. oh, that was nothing's changed. Live on air. Okay, um, go ahead. So Jake Lloyd quits acting two years after being young Anakin because uh, he was being bullied about No being, way. Yeah, it was. Uh, he did continue to make appearances at sci-fi festivals hmm. to rake in the cash, you know, mm-hmm. where they do the audio. Him and Chewbacca. Yep. Yeah. And... Uh, and then he was arrested in 2015 mm-hmm. in South Carolina mm. for reckless driving, driving mm-hmm. without a license, ex- resisting arrest, 
he served 10 months in jail and then it was he was still supposed to stay in jail but they removed him and put him into a psychiatric facility where mm-hmm. he was diagnosed with schizophrenia that got real dark but yeah, like real. i feel like that's he killed the younglings. Yes, know. he killed all the. <laughs> I don't know where to go with that. Uh, I hate How about Aiden Christensen? Whatever happened to him? Wasn't that a. Uh, he still acts. He I think. does. He was in that great movie, Little Italy, if you listen to Actually, How Does It Get Made. He is in a really good movie called Life as a House. Yeah, he's in some other. He's in uh, which the is, Gerard Butler one, too, is, uh, which was really is that the, good. The Guster was in? Yeah, yeah. No, they, they were. Their music that was, a was long featured. time ago. Yeah, that was right after. Or right before he was Star considered Wars. like the, so. I meant like now. No, yeah, like, no, he still happening? does stuff. He's still in stuff. He was considered like a rising star, like mm-hmm. a legitimate. Yeah, no, I remember he like used to be in all the teen mags. Yeah, but he was also now, like a great actor. I never see him. He did that. He should movie. not have worked with George Lucas. No, I'm not sure any Natalie Portman. It took her a while to, to come, come back, back from, from, back from he's, that he's, as well. He's the kiss of death. And that was when her she was dating. Moby. I feel like she'd still be. She's still considered she very wasn't. famous. Yeah. Though she's a famous actress. Yeah. Whereas Black he, Swan, he yes, could have disappeared that, ten years ago. Yes. I don't think anybody would know. No, that, I agree with that. Uh, John Wick three came out. Hmm. Katie, thank, of course, thank first goodness. to see it. First to see it was <laughs> Can't, Katie. I'm so excited that they uh, made that a trilogy. I well, the, don't worry. Number four is on the way. Woo! Mm-hmm. Market um, is hot. It was okay. That's all I will say. I thought it was okay, not great. Uh, I watched Hudson Hawk this week. Not part of the AFI Top 100 I films. I didn't know that that was a movie. Not, not even, um, yeah. Probably should be. It's mm. groundbreaking I remember film. seeing it as a kid, expecting to love that movie. Yes. Because well, so you thought excited. it was supposed to be like was, Die Hard too. No, no. I thought it was well, like that's Bruce what they Willis it. as like a cat burglar. Yeah. And I was oh, so excited I about like it. Bruce Willis. And I remember knowing it when I watched it. I don't know. What year did it come out? Oh, it was... 93 yeah, so I saw it if when the, it came out yeah. and at that age knew it was terrible yeah well you were 28 years old so in 93 <laughs> yeah oh, that's funny you're Richard Greco yeah you're a uh, yeah. 28 you, year old you were, high you, were a, you were a 16 year old being played by a 40 year old man <laughs> that's true who had had a tough You've aged tough 40 well. years yeah. uh, watch Hudson Hawk much more enjoyable Don't than Phantom Hudson Hall I, I would I would watch Hudson Hawk. Don't. Um, watch Hudson Hawk. <laughs> and then <laughs> finally no, here, uh, we had talked about this when <laughs> Keenan was on. Jim and I um, are going to be on Pop Addle discussing the Dark Phoenix. And I, I keep I keep telling Keenan he has to remind me to go yeah. see that movie because I think it'd be I'm better. I'm not going to see it. I think it would be better if me. you didn't see it. Like just did your. <laughs> Thoughts on it based off commercials. So that's not a Harry Potter movie. No, it's what, the which, uh, which X Men. X Men. X Men. So I'm rewatching. Turns evil. I am rewatching oh, the Eagle, uh, the X Men films oh. now. And the first one was good, and the second one was even better. Second one's really good. Second one's where they pretend they use like the mutant as like a metaphor for being. Wait, gay. like the old yes. X Men movies? Yes, so, like yeah, Rebecca Romaine. Well, we're yeah, yeah, yeah. gonna yes. yes, yes, like so, that. Yes. I like so those her are skin type blue. Mm. She was painted. It wasn't even out. Yeah, I know. All right. So that one is that that one was good. Okay. Uh, So that is fact check. Let's get into our fantastic Richard Grieco film. Uh, Who wants to do the rundown? Um, Who can tell us about Richard? I was looking at the back of this movie and the description on the back. Yes, read it. Fantastic. This is literally what it says. Check it out. Who's that tuxedo-wearing guy in the turbocharged red sports car? It's Richard Grieco of Mobsters and 21 Jump Street, putting pedal to metal as 
teen agent Michael Corbin in this funny, fast-moving spy spoof, also starring Linda Hunt, Roger Reese, and Gabrielle Anwar. Anwar, yeah. Needing a class credit for graduation, Michael Greco goes to Europe. I'm sorry, Michael Greco goes to Europe with the French club for what he hopes will be a brazen babe safari. Instead, he is mistaken for a top super spy, loaded up with lots of high-tech espionage gear, and given an awesomely outfitted car. He's having the time of someone else's life. Now all he has to do is save Europe and graduate from high school. No problem. There you go. That's and ideal. That's I mean, it. That's, 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 the the best. that's yeah. it. And there's a great quote from Roger Ebert. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which we weren't sure was really a quote. Like, we thought maybe they had edited it, but it was a real quote. It says, it's a head-on collision between James Bond and Indiana Jones. I think that's Roger a spot-on Ebert description. loved this movie. Yeah. He loved this movie. Rightly so. Um, I find it interesting that they put mobsters ahead of 21 Jump Street. Because I'm not sure anybody saw mobsters. No. 21 Jump Street. Uh, so Richard Grieco, for people who don't know who Richard Grieco was, and if... You don't know who Richard Grieco is. Clearly, you're not into pop culture. Your life is I not didn't know. Uh, He was brought know. on to be an edgier Johnny Depp okay. on 21 Well, did Jumpster. he replace Johnny Depp? Uh, or were they on at the same time? They were on at the same time at points. And then also Johnny Depp decided he was too good for 21 Jump Street. And they put Johnny Depp's character in jail. But then Johnny Depp came back. But then Richard Grieco left because Richard Grieco... Um, saved Johnny Depp's character. So Johnny Depp could still be a cop. And he got kicked off the force, thereby creating the show Booker, which Mm. was the 21 Jump Street spinoff. Because he was the edgier character uh, of the group. Uh, I'm going to say right off the bat, and we've talked about this before on the show, the trailer for this movie is god awful slash phenomenal which is I don't know how you make a bad trailer with this movie uh, but they had Richard Grieco narrating I don't the trailer know. which yeah. is a really you interesting you showed me choice. that trailer and my immediate reaction was I need to see this movie so uh, maybe I was so, wrong yeah. he is lounged out per if you ever see the poster or cover yeah. uh, of the DVD he's lounged out on a Porsche I think is it a Porsche I can't remember I don't know what kind of car car. in this like kind of bomber knockoff Top Gun bomber jacket yeah I never could figure out what it said on the back it was some kind of like I'm sure it was supposed to elude Top Gun because that was the uh, but they couldn't probably use Top Gun I don't know what the budget for this film was but I can't I can tell you none of the budget it had to be a lot of money zero of it was used for music Yes. And according to Brian, none of it was used for lighting. Yes. So this, it was the, all used the, on Linda Hunt and No, it was her whip. I'm sure whatever. The whip was oh, awesome. Yeah. Linda, that was amazing. So her whip necklace that she wears. So Roger Reeves, yeah. who they're billing as a top star in this, is probably mm-hmm. best known for playing Kirstie Alley's boyfriend in Cheers, maybe? He, mm-hmm. And he's been by in the other bar. stuff. He, or no. Does he end up owning Cheers? Maybe. He's I mean, he's been in lots awesome. of I remember the episode I remember him the most in was where he bets Sam a year's salary on something. And it turns out he's like one of these guys that, for tax purposes, pays himself one cent every year. Oh, uh, okay. That's funny. Um, he's also Sheriff Rottingham in Robin Hood, yes. Men in Tights. Okay. Which that's I don't particularly most... love that film. I no, love... I don't well, either. See, that's one I would like and to I like, watch. I, I like Mel that. Brooks movies, yeah. but not that's that one. Not my fa- I, I like Robin like Hood, movie. Prince of Thieves with Kevin mm. Costner. Mm. 
Christian it's, Slater is also in that movie, by the way. He it's dull, you twit. It'll hurt more. <laughs> yes, I've but, never been a big Kevin Costner fan. Really? Yeah, he ruins things for me. I don't know. Oh, I think I just he's don't great. love him. Well, he was also in West Wing, Roger. So he's in this. Yeah. So he is... For, well, first of all, they set this movie. They don't tell you exactly when it is. But it's they at the time 90, of the... They do say 91, I Do thought, they? Yeah. Okay. So it's at the creation of the European Union. They won't call it the European Union. They call it like the European Commonwealth. And he is your James Bond. By the way, just as believable a villain as any of the James Bond villains. There's no difference. And the, and the plan there's, is very similar. I would say, yeah. There's no... <laughs> You have to give this credit that this film comes up with just as a believable storyline as any of the James Bond movies. Do they ever get into his marriage to Linda Hunt? I don't think they're married. Because that, yeah, there was no indication see, they were I married. I thought so, there was. I thought at the end, the party made it seem like they were hosting well, and they referred to each other as kind of like the master and mistress of the house. I thought she was... Oh, so first of all, Linda Hunt, if you don't know who Linda Hunt is, she is the... Very short actress who is on NCIS Los Angeles. Yes. Is she also the voice of the woman on The Incredibles? Edna. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. believe so. And I mean, obviously, the, the No, no. Character. Brad Bird is the voice of Edna. Actually. Okay. Yeah. But oh, I really? think she's based. She's, she looks similar. She is the cartoon yeah. version yes. of Linda Hunt. Uh, and so Roger Reeves is going to get all the gold from Europe. And melt it and turn it into his scorpion coins. His so own that, currency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that he can run the world. Yeah. Now, again, this is as believable, very believable. as any, any James Bond movie. Yeah. Well, uh, hot take. I think James Bond is the most overrated franchise in history. Yes. So. This film is better than James Bond movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Except maybe the Daniel Craig. There are not uh, many good the, James Bond The Daniel Craig ones. Austin Powers. Austin Powers is also much better than James Bond. Yes. <laughs> All of them. Even the last one, which wasn't very good. Right. Okay. Um, so, let's start. First of all, Richard Grieco looks 40. Oh, my story. God. There's no part of him that looks like a high school senior. He looks at least 30. 30. Yeah. Let's just say that right And now. we don't know, I mean, how old he was. He was like 26. He was 26. Yeah, he was in late 20s. Which is, by the way, fair play to this movie. That's what most of Hollywood is. They he- purposely cast... People who are older. I mean, I also Luke had a, Perry in 90210, I think, was 30 playing. I had a 22-year-old in my high school class, in my senior class. You had a 20... Is that even legal? I don't... I, Let's just move past it. <laughs> no, I want to hear Every more Every time about I this. talk about high school, your reaction is no. <laughs> I actually... It's a rabbit hole that we... Hold on. I want to explore this a little further. His name no, was, was T-Bird. He was okay. Legal. You legal he changed his name legally to T Bird, or was that? Just, I have no idea what his actual name was. Him? Okay, like on Live and Maddie dump truck. Yeah. Well, so I think there are legalities uh, to like how old you can be in high school. So, like when I was teaching, I had a sixteen-year-old eighth grader. I think at some point they can kick you out, right? Aren't well, they only I think legally that's kind of like to up to age? like certain like districts and states. Anyway. <laughs> This is why I wanted to move past it, because this is not interesting at all. They I never think this go is into fascinating. it. They never talk about Richard Grieco being older than the average high school senior. Yeah, which so, makes his appearance as a grown yes, man. Yes, but to be fair, awkwardly his friend looks even older than Yes, right. and is shaving in the middle of the day because clearly and, he's someone that needs to shave more. But Richard Grieco's father, it looks like they're trying to make him look older in the film. They're probably like, close to the same. Yeah, age. they're like ten years apart. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Brilliant. So Richard Grieco 
doesn't graduate because he was skipping French class. He only finds that out on the stage yes, at they don't graduation. Tell him. Yeah, nobody bothers. He has telling. no he has no idea that he's been skipping French class and never <laughs> apparently that, that would cost <laughs> that him he's not getting credit for it. Uh, so the only way he can graduate is going on a trip. So he, he goes on a French trip with all the people who've graduated, which no school would ever allow you to do. No. Um, with the French club. With the teacher. French club. Yeah. And the it French was the teacher. best part of this movie, I think. She's phenomenal. She I was be. trying to think of what else she's been in because I love her, but I couldn't I couldn't pinpoint like what what do we know her from? I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to fact look check that one up. All, all right. right. We'll all fact right. check. All right. Uh, they go. Uh, Michael Corbin is also the name. Richard Grieco's character, Michael Corbin, is also the name of a secret spy who is going to infiltrate um, Roger E. Singh. But the part we have to forget about is why they need Michael Corbin, the secret agent, right. to go. Because the, the British number one British spy is killed by Linda Hunt. She his has, name is Blade. His name is Blade. She she kills him with this necklace. That's probably the best. It's amazing. I don't know how they did it. It's an it's a weapon. It's a necklace that turns into this whip, this golden whip. Lariat. Lariat. Yeah. Kind of thing. What is a is, is, I don't know the little term lariat. It's lasso. like a lasso, but no, it's okay. like not a okay. lasso. Now it doesn't have a loop. When okay. Blade bursts into the room where Linda Hunt is Surprise. Surprise, Roger Daltrey of the Who. How like, did they what get the F? How did they get Roger Daltrey of the Who? To I don't know, but it's the most amazing cameo there's ever been. Yeah. I also uh, appreciate that I, in the British newspaper. Yes. It, it, the, yes. The headline Blade is, is just dead. Blade is dead. No, Blade's body found. Blade's body found. And I, but he was supposed to be a secret agent, right? He was spo- he's supposed to be a secret agent. Yeah. They have a stock photo of him. Yes. By the way, the use of stock photos in this film, amazing. Yeah. So Roger Daughtry, they have the number one secret agent in all of It's basically England his headshot. Is his, a headshot of him <laughs> yeah. that they've put in. And everybody would know. They just referred to him as Blade. The second best is when, at one point, they are telling... They are talking about Roger Reeves' character. And they're like, this is Victor... Stranko. Stranko. And the file photo they have of him is him on a boat with three women in bikinis. Yeah, and he's in a full tux. Full tux. I love everything about this movie. I can't identify one misstep. This was the time where, like, teenage boys would think the epitome of being, like, awesome is wearing a full tux on a boat. Surrounded by women in bikinis. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. There 100%. are probably a lot of music videos with that. Yes. Um, would, yeah. would high school boys have wanted to go on a Breeze and Babe safari? Yeah, that's, yes. Yes. that's basically it, right? Yes, I think they would. With yeah. an awesomely outfitted car? Yeah. So you're telling me that this movie was basically made for teenage boys? Yes, and you love it. Yes. Yes. Well, I, I think it was... I think it was a home run. Um... So many interesting choices in this Here's film. what we discussed today as like, th- this is why this movie works. The Clearly, they accomplished exactly what they wanted to with this film, which is some sort of a like teenage comedic version of a James Bond film, right? Absolutely. It, it's perfect. Like, I mean, it's funny but it's intentionally funny it's not you're not laughing at it because it's bad you're laughing at it because they want you to laugh at it oh yeah well they know what they they know what they're doing right Mm -hmm. unlike phantom menace (laughs) which was taking itself so seriously right like how do you take yourself seriously as a film and have jar jar banks Right. Going, um, excuse me, me. Uh, you and deep doo doo jaja like that it like and and then you're supposed to be serious 
this film is on the level the entire time. And I would have to even compare it to Roadhouse, which I loved, but which you laugh during Roadhouse at how bad Roadhouse is at points. Yes, but it's I think, not intentionally. Oh, I don't funny. know. Uh, I, think, I, I think, think they knew what they were. I don't I think know. They were playing I don't, it serious. I don't think it's as self-aware. I don't think it's as self-aware. They weren't playing anything. They weren't playing anything seriously in um, this film, which right. is great. Right. I think all the budget in this film, um, all the budget in this film, I think went to the end scene. Yeah. And that's it. That's probably that helicopter. <laughs> no, the there were a sequence. lot of good action sequences in this movie. Uh, there were not. There were not. But so I mean, guys. so you were talking about the first scene where Roger Daltrey jumps through the window, right? We've got Linda Hunt using her lariat necklace three times in this film, right? And but, every uh, single time, your reaction was like, "That is still really freaking cool." Like, right? I but mean, that's not an action sequence. It's, it's just one but it kind of is. Piece. Yeah, but it, there was always some, there was always more than just like her getting the guy around the yeah. neck and killing him. Like there was always a series of stunts, explosions, whatnot. Right. Right. So we've got that beginning scene with like the there's. The snowy outside forest, the guy losing his You realize arm. what's happening right now. What? The Brian did not have the charger. I do. I, I thought we were supposed to play it like that wasn't no, happening. No, I mean, we brought it up when Keenan did it. No, okay. But I thought Brian excused himself. <laughs> we were himself making fun of Keenan literally discreetly, not 30 minutes I ago. Was, I know. I was just going to keep rolling because I thought that's show business and that's what you do. Oh, uh, no. You don't roll. You don't. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Is it doing that? There we now go. we go. Now everybody can hear us. Uh, we are back. <laughs> the computer died because the majors. we are never uh, up in this room. That's and why we were up in this room. Uh, so those listening on the podcast, uh, it will be a weird edit. Jim will put something. Yeah. Uh, we'll put something on for us, right. and uh, so that people can. We'll figure it out. We'll figure say, it out. Anyway. Say hi to Sean. He wished you a happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Hello, Sean. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so now we're back into it. And I what don't even know what we were talking about. It's just totally a good movie. Ruined my train of thought. Your train of thought. Everything. Not really talking much about, we talk were talking about. about the action sequences. Yes, the the lighting was really bad in this movie. Yeah, this is one of my favorite movies we've done. It's probably the worst shot film. There are that so many. We have done. I love my favorite shot was the at the airport when Richard Grieco gets the uh, first class ticket, and they purposely do the shot where he's looking at the ticket, and it says oh, first class at his best friend, yeah, and yeah. there's a different cam- camera angle so that you can see. Uh, that's very artistic. It that's is. A very artistic I shot. don't know how artistic it there's is. There's so many <laughs> up close shots where it doesn't need to be. There's no like. There's no close action. But no. it'll be like up close on the guy like with it. the metal hand. Like, yes. It's like, I like what, it. What's that about? I the like production the... of today's episode is on par with the production of this film. Uh, it's better. I, I would say a lot of the production of action sequences was better than some of the final Game of Thrones action sequences. Well, you so... like that because you could see it. You could actually see. There was see good lighting. There was, was good that? lighting. No, it's not that the lighting was good, it's that there was lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like legitimately in this happening. film, the three of us they would have a wide shot, 
and they'd have one light yeah. sense of lighting. Then they would cut to a close up of somebody. It would look completely different. And then they go to another shot, one shot, and it will completely do. And it was all there. Within there the span are two mistakes in this movie that I've always noticed since I was a kid, and I brought them both up last it's night. Weird. It is weird that I noticed these as a kid. Yeah. Well, I saw this movie so many times. The first is when the 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 seductress Ariola is yes, trying to Areola. kill him with a scorpion. And he's trying to open condoms that are combat in like, condoms. Yeah. Now that who you put need, that the, what, what it's, key, like the, it's like the, the key, key the, rash, open, the rations. Yeah, rations. It, yeah. Or like a yeah, sardine key. Yeah, yeah. sardine <laughs> key. Um, are we to believe that that's why there were so many unintentional pregnancies in I, the 80s? I don't know. Is that that's how they had to well, open well, who the condoms? Put those there? Were that the was, hotel, I, I guess. The, or was so, that the military? Oh, interesting. Right. Combat condoms. So, so the 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 scene is though now the scorpion has fallen down her shirt while he's trying to open her the condom. negligee. Her negligee, and she's on the bed writhing about, writhing about, mm-hmm. trying to get the scorpion out of her as though to the, orgasm. The bad guy looks through the door, the hole in the door he just punched, <laughs> and is about to shoot a rocket at the bed. And she, from the keyhole shot, she's not on the bed anymore. Right well, how about she was on the bed and he was getting changed on the bed and didn't realize right, she was right, on the bed. Right, right. I love his reaction to finding her charred remains. Oh, yeah. Which is like, I need to put my pants and shirt on yeah. and get out of here. Like he, like he has the wherewithal as an 18-year-old high school I'm student to be like, there is a burned corpse from like a torpedoed rocket into my hotel room. <laughs> Where are my clothes? I think they. Well, no, he doesn't know it's a torpedo. He, yeah. he actually says later, "The woman who exploded in my room." Yes. <laughs> he thinks she just got so aroused. She just she burst into flames. Yeah. He finds her fiery head. Yeah, it's Charred like a head. yeah, it's like an Indiana. That is that does feel like an Indiana Jones he, scene. They might have spent a good portion of their budget on hairspray for him. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> his hair has three distinct looks in this film. He somehow at one point has bangs. That's when he takes like his, the huge, sunglasses yeah, off. Huge yeah. bangs, right? He then he has kind of at some point has a mullet, like yeah. that wasn't there the whole time. No, his, he doesn't. His hair's not long enough in the beginning for a mullet. Flawless. And then Please. he's got like this really. There's a lot of volume. I love his hair. A lot of height yeah. to it. Yeah. Can we talk about Kurt the Russell. French was, teacher, it was, please? It was going Kurt Russell. Yeah, oh, yeah, talk about the French teacher. She's the best character in the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, she's her amazing. turn into Rambo by the oh, end. Yeah. Holding the machine gun. The Uzi. And, and yes, d- 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 Incredible. Better Shooting down the chandelier. Yeah. Like, yeah. she just, like, boom. Party's this is, over. This is who yes. she's is meant to be. Is that what she says? Yes. I want to believe that the, at the end of this movie, they recruit her to be the next CIA agent. Because obviously... Two. never seen the second one. There's a second movie? There is not. There is not a second Oh, my... We have Shocking. to make it. Oh, Are you kidding? But, yeah. That is the second so, movie. The yeah. French teacher. The French teacher. The second mistake I've always noticed is at the end, when he's using the shoes that I wanted, which are the suction LA, cup. LA gear. The LA gear suction cup. Or you can, were they LA gear or were they British Knights? They were LA gear. Yeah. They should have been British Suction Knights. cup that sneakers. Cool. Where this he's, is the teenage boy. He's sliding down the, the building and he's carrying the... Blade's daughter. Yeah, Blade's daughter, who we learned. And there's an explosion, and you can clearly see his feet come off the wall. And yes. there's a Starbucks cup in there's, Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's that, I, like, unless you paused at that moment. I didn't. It was, it, it, that How was impossible. How did you see that? You could, we didn't pause it last night. You, you made us rewind it so that we could pay attention to it. Right. I thought, yeah, I thought that was well done. Uh, 100%, but we didn't pause me. it, and we still saw it. All right. 
I'm amazed yeah. that that was something that you noticed and remembered. Yeah, it's like the three men and the baby ghost. You gotta you gotta see it. All right. So yeah, I thought that uh, it was such a good movie. How about his tuxedo? The button. The button. Yeah, that look. The button. I loved it. That I was loved, a, that, I loved everything that, about that it. That became a bigger Not, look. Yeah, there was a lot of people did that look. The button. I loved all of the ways Linda Hunt killed people. I think my favorite though was the vacuum gun. The vacuum gun. Oh, that was good. That's how the she first Richard Corbin. Yeah. Michael Corbin. Michael Corbin. And then Sorry. they make her be a stewardess. So yes. This is the thing I didn't get. She was okay. So she was vacuuming. Okay. And, and she then thinks she's she pushing. killed. She did kill the right guy. Yes. yes. But then she still gets on to the flight. flight. For, there's they, no reason for her to be on that flight. No. Well, because because she gets caught in an incinerator. Apparently, there's an incinerator oh, yeah, yeah, in the right, middle right. of an airport lounge where she's burning the body. Yes. I do like that scene where the other you stewardess the pulls yeah. pulls the tray out and yeah. sees the dead body inside. Well, no, she, doesn't she doesn't see it. This, we see it. We see it. This director's other big credit is Harry and the Hendersons. Oh. That makes sense. Yeah, does it? Yeah, yeah. And, and, it not. and it was written by Darren Starr, the creator and writer of 90210 mm-hmm. and Melrose Place. That does not make sense. And all well, of I those guess other. same target audience. Yeah, very tongue in cheek, mm-hmm. I think, in terms of that. It's great. Uh, this is a great yeah. movie. If you've never yeah. seen this movie, like I had never seen this movie. You now, should watch Brian, it. Brian, why don't we talk about how you can get your hands on well, this? Well, you movie. can get your hands on this <laughs> via Amazon. Now, we will send it to you. Now, That's how you get your hands on it. Here's the thing it is not stream. I think you could get it streaming, maybe. You could probably find it illegally. I purchased it on Amazon, but here's the thing about purchasing it on Amazon. Uh, they will actually burn it for you. They have the right – it's from the uh, Warner Brothers archives. And they have to burn a single disc for yeah. you. You this cannot return it. sounds like something it. like from the Disney vault. Yes. You know, like well, there's it like it's, little It's actually from the Warner's vault. The Warner yeah. archive. There is no frills. No. You put so, the Although in. you do get the trailer. You do get the trailer. So what you're saying is that this movie was handcrafted for you. Yes. Like this, this DVD, this DVD was will made be... especially for Brian Costello. Yes. And they will make it for anybody else who wants That's to. That's a deal. Yeah. And how much did you pay for that? I, twelve ninety. I mean, someone burned That's that just good. for you. Yep. It was a free shipping. Free shipping. Amazon right. Prime. Twelve ninety. That's worth it. That's worth it. If enough people watch this podcast and listen, it might go on Amazon Prime for free like they do with How Does This Get Made. Anytime How Does This Get Made picks a film, it immediately goes up on... We'd like to have this in Blu-ray. Well, we have two people watching it. Remastered. Our odds are strong. To be fair, this was not remastered. This was the legitimate, looked like the film... Cut. There was no touch up of color or yeah. anything no. yeah. for the. It was very shaky at points. I would also, if you enjoyed this film, recommend a film I watched as a result of How Did This Get Made? Mm-hmm. Uh, Never Too Young to, <laughs> to die, die, with John Stamos as a secret agent um, mm. gymnastics team member. Oh, that whose sounds... dad is killed, um, and Gene Simmons is the bad guy. I'm in and Vanity. Uh, Prince's former girlfriend yeah. is the co-secret agent. Now, there's another movie. I, I'll have Brian. You might remember the name. I can't off the top of my head. Where Gene Simmons plays the bad guy and Tom Selleck. Yeah, is Scanner. The, no, not no, Scanners. It's not scanners but, it's but it was something, something like that. Set in the near future. Yeah, and Gene Simmons has these robot spiders. Yes, and they're that attacking sends out everybody. To kill people. I don't know who Gene Simmons is. Bleeds From Kiss? Kiss. Oh, okay. That's who I thought it was. But uh, you know, I was he like, was the guy. He's another... the last person to do a press conference from the Oval Office or from the White House press room. <laughs> Literally, I... he's the only guy who's done a press conference from there in the last <laughs> that's interesting. 60 days or something huh. like that. Oh. Uh, so watch if looks could kill. Are he and Russell Simmons related? 
No. Russell Simmons is black and yeah. Gene Simmons hey, is white. Jim. Oh, now I know who Russell Simmons is. No, I did. met Russell no, Simmons once. Who's the guy? Who's the sweat into the oldies guy? Richard, Richard Simmons. Simmons. Oh, I, I would love to live in a world where there's like a, <laughs> awesome. a show with three brothers <laughs> and it's Richard, Richard Simmons, Gene Simmons, Simmons, and Russell Simmons. <laughs> Which one's missing? None of them. No, it's the no, people thought the Richard Simmons was missing. That's he's the not. podcast. He's like a recluse. Right? Yeah, there's yeah. a Look, podcast searching about for. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like um, uh, Stacy. How do Miscavige. all these people have the same yeah. last Let, name? Let's move on. Shelly. Uh, Shelly. He's the JD Salinger of yes. workout videos. The videos. <laughs> I don't think anybody does that anymore. Uh, so that's if looks could kill. Uh, of course, we had a little bump in the road here. Runaway. Thank you, Sean. Yes. Curran. What is Runaway? That? Runaway that's is the, the Tom Selleck movie. Uh, also with um, Nancy Allen was the of many great eighties films. I was thought that he was, the I thought my brother yeah. was telling you to leave me. The electric when he said, Jim, run away. Jim, run I was away. like, oh, that's electric my brother. Spiders. That's All right, so that's if Robots. looks could kill. Uh, so I, I am sad. I am upset that I didn't have the computer plugged in, and that we somehow had this great film. We'll move on. That's all right. In I would like to say that for a commemorative film. Um, for for watching together, the yes. three of us, for your 40th birthday, I can't imagine a more pleasurable experience. I would pair this with Summer School. That's right? what you said. Yeah. yeah. Summer School is a great film. I Summer School, it. I think, is of a higher quality than this film. Mark Harmon is- Mark Harmon's great. Let's Mark watch it. Mark Harmon's pretty I great. only fell asleep for two minutes of this movie, which puts it above a lot of the movies that we've watched. Is that how we're ranking? It should be our ranking system. Yeah. I only fell I asleep for- I don't want to do that. Because sure. that would make- Like, how many minutes make, does Katie asleep? That would make 2001 the worst film that we watched based uh, on that scale. True. Because she slept through literally everything but the first 20 minutes. Yeah, but I can acknowledge that that- um, it's not meant to be a thrill a minute kind of movie. Right, and right. There's like yes. beauty in it. So the Katie sleep scale does not work for no. all. It's not completely scientific. Mm-hmm. All right, it's true. Spanning the globe, time Game of Thrones has ended. Yeah. Are uh, there's a thousand podcasts dissecting yeah. the finale? I think every. I so feel what like is everybody's kind of saying thought? the same thing. What is your gen- just general thoughts? So here, I feel like we we discussed this, and I think we're all in agreement, and I think others have reflected this that like. Where it ended up made sense. They had a lot of missteps along the way. They they didn't develop that final season the there, way that they should have. There are a few, yeah, I, I think some of it makes sense. And some of it could have made sense right. if they devoted time yeah, yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But they didn't. They didn't. Um, my biggest problem is <laughs> when I really started to think about it, there's two things that really bother me. Uh, three things, really. One... When Tyrion gives the speech and says, "The twenty-minute speech, the twenty-minute speech, the, pr- the prisoner which giving is the- amazing." Tyrion was the best part of the finale. Yeah, well, the he conversation, acted the shit out of it. The conversation with John is the best scene in that, that final episode, yeah. easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and then his speech, where he t- where they're trying to crown the king, and he decides that you know who has a better like everyone loves a story. You need, and I thought that was that was a really interesting way to take it because it's basically giving fan service, right? It's basically saying like. We're going to do what's best for the story mm-hmm. at all costs. And and for the most part, they did a lot of good stuff in this series. Till this final episode where they say, Bran has the best story. He does not. One, that's not true. John is, has a better story. Arya has a better story. Uh, and then they basically make him king. Yeah. I, I don't understand. Um, 
So not not and they didn't. So even if they believe that Bran has the best story, why haven't you been telling that story since yeah. he became the Raven? Because since he became the Raven, they've literally done nothing with him. No, I don't really know what Bran is. Is right. Bran a person? Yes, but that's he's so, more of a vessel now. Yeah, but the so uh, to me the problem this season starting with Bran was his lack of a it, role in the battle against but the he became dead. the Raven two seasons ago right so like you've had plenty of time to yeah, do this right totally I don't really get do his character I think the scene of Jon Snow yeah. leaving all of it behind well, hold on, with me... a look on his face of like F this shit yeah. uh, is a reflection of that storyline that brings up my second point which is them cutting between the Stark children as each of them sort of goes off to their fate. Sansa as Queen of the North, mm. John as like Wildling. King of the Wildlings, and and Arya is for some reason now an explorer, which makes that that's sort of my third point. Is She's going on an adventure. Her thing makes no sense either. Um, why she would want to do that doesn't. There was no indication that that's something she would. Be I want to go in. explore the West. Yeah, right. Which is whatever. But the other problem is in all three of those situations, except John, John, you at least see uh, Ghost and Tormund with him. But in all three of those situations, they're surrounded by people that we don't know any of them. They're, I think it was set up to have some kind of emotional impact of like seeing Sansa become queen. But it just didn't. There was It was just like, eh, okay. It just didn't, it didn't land. They didn't land it. And like when you, if... I were to sit in a meeting and tell you this is how I'm going to end it. This is what's going to happen. You're going to see her being crowned queen. And Arya's going to be on this like crazy adventure. And then it's going to have exciting music. And John's going to be heading off with the Wildings. Like, that makes sense. Like, yeah, let, let's do that. But they just they just messed it up. It was almost like somebody different uh, directed each episode. It's season. almost well, like did they didn't have the different. source material anymore. Oh. <laughs> Which is like, true. they didn't have yeah. somebody strong writing the... Yeah. Final season? Yeah. And so this should give everyone who's giving Martin a sh- a ton of shit for taking a long time to finish these last two books, should have them pause and go, Well, I don't know. Maybe it's sometime... A decade? Come on, you gotta be able to write. I would love to know, like, what, what was the contract like, though, for that? Because uh, has anything like this happened previously where, like, they started following no. storyline that was... That began as book, right? And then the televised well, you had version to tell them outpaced. The but that, that like part of his that's contract. so weird to me. That so the ending that the, the pacing the, is switched. listen here. The ending could ultimately. I I think the ending might be the same in the book. Yeah, but he's going to write it better. But you're just going to get. He's going to write it better. Than there are a lot more characters in the book. Well, right? and all those characters who right. are like Lady Greystone and so yeah, far are going to yeah. be. I think that it's. I think part of the reason Stoneheart. Stoneheart. Sorry, <laughs> I don't read the books. It's Caitlin Stark. Um, but I think part of the reason it's been felt more fully the characters is people who read the book knew the background of what was going into it with the story. You know what I mean? So, but I could, even think that makes it feel, even worse. I don't know. Sometimes I think you can get away with certain things like. In Harry Potter, they yeah, allude no, that's to I things mean. because, yes. If the so, books didn't exist, this would even be worse. Well, that's what I mean. So I think yeah. maybe, I'm wondering if you read the stories in the books and the outcome is the same. And Bran and all those guys, and then you go back and watch this season after having read the books and mm-hmm. you know more, will it be better? I don't know. <laughs> I, I Yeah, because I feel like your connection to 
Bran in the books is stronger. Well, that's what yeah. I mean. A lot of people <clears throat> said there's a lot more with Bran in yeah. the books. Yeah, so maybe yeah. those people. So him it's ending gonna up make more sense yeah. for them. I agree. I don't know. I listen. I liked the Tyrion. Do I, I liked okay. the Tyrion. Um, not Tyrion. Excuse me. The John Daenerys scene until the dragon, and I can never tell which one is the dragon. Until the dragon melted the Game of Thrones. Right. And I was like, this is so stupid. But the idea of him stabbing her and mm-hmm. like, and I thought she I, was great yeah. in that episode. Yeah. She, I thought. I she's thought, always great. She was great. I thought, actually, I thought the acting was fine. And yeah, actually better acting. than fine. Peter Dinklage was amazing. I thought, considering what how they didn't give Kit Harrington a lot of dialogue, but the emotion he had to play, mm-hmm. I thought he was great in. They... I think ridiculously underused Sansa mm-hmm. in the last. She was the best part, one of the best parts of the first half of the season, and then she disappeared for the last two episodes, yep. which stunk. And I thought even we should have more Arya because mm-hmm. she was the yep. best part of the show. But I will give that. I feel like they gave her some episodes at the end, so I feel like at least that season was good. For, I mean, she got some really good stuff to do in yeah. the season. So, um, but it was. I mean, it was fine. I think it was fair. It was a f- fair to iffy I think episode. it's a shame because I think they fought for only six episodes. They did. And then when you look back on it, it's going to be... That's a huge mistake. They needed more. They needed ten episodes this season. And they I, needed... Do you think everybody just felt done with it? Yeah. Just not them. I think they gave up like, on it, yeah. But everybody was just like, we've been doing this for ten years. Yeah. And we all have other things we need to work on now. Yep. And it's, it's interesting when you compare it to other stories because you know so like lost suffered from having too many seasons where like they started losing their way because the televised production went farther than the original story arc was supposed to this kind of goes the other direction where it go it went where it needed to go it didn't have enough time to develop yeah some people it is interesting because a lot of people sometimes don't like how it ended in terms of where they end it right the end might, was like, fine. Like the ending, I think nobody's complaining necessarily in much detail about how it ended, but the way they got to yep. it, which is different than most finales where people yeah. like no, it right. almost up to the end right. and then they don't like where the characters right. are left off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. All right. Uh, our game today, we're playing higher or lower. Uh, we're ranking three games. films. We played Shuffleboard today. Yes. It made me very Katie happy. One. Katie well, beat me and beat I Jim. Beat, we were at Widowmaker no, Brewery. Jim beat me. Yes. And then I beat you. Yes. Um. Yeah, it was well, fun. Yeah. All right. So we're playing higher or lower. Uh, would you rank the following films higher or lower than if looks could kill? Okay. All right. These are three films we've done on the show. Are we both doing it? Yeah, you're both okay. doing it. All right. Mm-hmm. Higher or lower? Um. Than if looks could kill. Okay. All right. Number one, John Wick is lower. Lo- <laughs> John Wick is not lower. lower than not even a question. Yeah. Not even a question. Okay. This is more to me. It was like it's more. It was more enjoyable for me to watch yeah, this. One hundred percent. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, is would you rank Varsity Blues Ooh. higher or lower than If Looks Could Kill? I'm going Varsity Blues higher than If Looks. Could okay, Kill. Katie. I'm going pure purely on personal enjoyment. Yes, uh, that's all. This I, I yeah. think this is just on viewing experience. All right. I, I'm going to go with lower. Hmm? I think I would put Varsity Blues lower than this, too. Yeah. So, again, I come back to, like, kind of intention intention and completion, right? Like, I feel like this 
movie never pretended to be anything beyond what it was, Mm -hmm. and it did it really well. And I think Varsity Blues suffers in that regard in a few spots of, like, tone and... And reception by audience. Like, there's a few inconsistencies in that movie for me. What? Like, just in terms of, like, whether it's supposed to be, like, are we supposed to be laughing? Are we supposed to, is this supposed to be serious? Um, You know, there's a few spots where I felt like that's not quite certain, whereas this movie, to me, is like a hoot a minute, Mm -hmm. you know? I think this film is, first of all, it's only 88 minutes. And I think you could just, you can put it on and you can just go back and forth. Varsity Blues is more kind of locked in. Uh, And our final one, would you rank Roadhouse higher or lower than If Looks Could Kill? I'm still going to go lower. Yeah, I think I'm going to go lower. I'm going to go lower. And I love, I love Roadhouse and I love Patrick Swayze, but same idea. I feel like this this movie they had they knew what they wanted and they did it and mm. I and I I'd have to that. go Roadhouse higher than this one. All right. This is a, that is a great double feature. Yeah. If you put on Roadhouse and followed it up with If Looks Could Kill, I agree. That would, would be. I would rather go with a Sweezy double feature. Agree. And Jerry like Gilligan point, point Break or something says If Looks Could Kill is the most rewatchable. Probably. Yeah, that that's, that's probably true. You, it, there, it, as far as pure enjoyment, it's hard to beat this movie. No, I loved every I, minute of this movie. It has that feel. Yeah, there's parts of this that feel Except like the two that I fell asleep. The ridiculousness yes, of fair, like something like Goonies. To be fair, you had gotten up at five o'clock in the morning true, to drive yeah. up. It's true because we the love day Brian. Of because we love Brian to do this. It's and a long it. day. Yeah, it was yeah. a long day. Yeah. All right, time for five questions. All right. All right, we're going to motor along. We're on a time constraint. We today. are going to celebrate Brian's 40th birthday tonight, and so we are we are sticking to a schedule. Okay. Uh, Jim and Katie, you both can answer these questions. Okay. Okay. Uh, thumbs up or thumbs down pinatas? Thumbs up. up. Who does not love a pinata? You get to express some frustration and there's prizes at the end. Perfect. And nobody gets hurt. All right. Question number two. Would you rather hang out with college Brian or 40 year old Brian? College Brian. You're making the assumption there has been some kind of evolution? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, college Brian was a wild card. I would say... If I could experience College Brian with Aileen's presence, yes. that's sort of where we yeah. want to be. <laughs> that wouldn't happen. No, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> you're right. College Brian, you're right. Aileen would never would have took College Brian's shit. <laughs> true. It's true. All right. Question three. Uh, fill in the blank. Word that best describes Richard Grieco is... Mm. Luscious. Uh, Emo- that's the word. That's it. That's it. Can we just take abstract. a quick emotionally? Can we just take a moment? If you if you have not seen what Richard Grieco is up to go recently, to his website. Go to Richard Grieco's website. Um, feel has free some to emotionally emotionally abstract art. F- feel free to I E. Uh, I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah. All right. We'll see. But um, feel free to check that out. RichardGriecoArt.com. He is painting wine bottles. Wine bottles. For $2,000. I think they're you like. You can own a piece of Richard Grieco's yeah. art. Once held Kendall sure. Jackson, a nice Chardonnay. Yes. He clearly has no one working for Kendall him. Kendall Jackson now. Chardonnay. It's not Kendall Jackson Chardonnay. It's not a bad, it's not a bad bottle of wine. Could, I you, feel hey, like- could you get 
Could we do an exclusive line of One Hope? I could like, absolutely. You send Richard Grieco. I, I one like. Hope did you see the videos paint? of him? Like he just paints with his hands. Yeah. So he's just like he's like in it. I feel like we should reenact. We this. could have it's like Jack Costello ghost. do the same thing. It's ghost, but with wine bottles and paints and Grieco and, and Richard Grieco. Grieco. I'm right. in. Next question. All right, I love that. We should do that. All right. So um, favorite so question. Uh, what is the favorite thing you've done on your visit so far? Oh, my gosh, it's been a great visit. Yeah. I we've been touring some uh, some breweries, so we checked out Widowmaker today. We went. Mm-hmm. What was the one we went to yesterday? Uh, Trillium. Trillium. It's been well, a lot of you fun. Tell, how about I mean, your... I can't even drink the stuff, and I'm having fun. How about Ooh. your yoga class? My yoga class today was amazing. It was Pilates yoga, and it was at this place outside of Boston. What was the town that I was Holbrook. in? Holbrook. Holbrook. There were some real people in this class today. It did not feel like your typical yoga studio. Um, the the yoga instructor before doing a workout to Pitbull's Fireball said, "Do it for Pitbull. Wait, it's Sunday. Do it for Jesus." And I felt like that was Do a really that like encapsulated today's experience. I the, love. What was the quirk? Oh, quirk. so um, I have to. Give a visual. I don't know if you can. I give a visual on the cork. So we were doing this sort of a motion. She's like, "So here's your cork." So you're bending. So Katie, if you're listening, is bending her knees and drive thrusting down. Keep your cork in. Don't let that cork come out. You got to keep the cork in. So keeping things in between your legs. (laughs) Yeah, like holding a cork in between your legs. It was (laughs) slightly pornographic. I'm sorry that I exposed you all to that visual, but I needed you to feel it with me. Feel it. Yeah, feel it. All right. That's amazing. It was wonderful. Um, Fantastic, Jim. Uh... I liked I like Widowmaker a lot. That's yeah. We love Widowmaker. Room. We went to we played played shuffleboard. That was fun. Um, I got to fight with Jack yesterday a little I, bit. They oh, yeah. have a lot of wood there. They're like they're. I like their furnishings. Yeah, it's everything's nice. beautiful. A lot of art, it's a beautiful artwork. spot. You got to go out on their little patio at the yeah. loading dock. Yeah, Absolutely. street corner. Was very Trillium was good. Oh street yeah, that was that delicious. Was and so many dogs at Trillium. Yeah, dogs the everywhere. Dog shopping. There's apparently breweries are into dogs. We've now. been missing dogs out on everywhere. This. Every brewery we go to, there are so many dogs and kids. Yeah. I didn't know. This is like the thing to do with your family now is go to a brewery. Yeah. They have games. They have outdoor space. Yeah. Yeah. We've it's been like, missing I out on this. I think tonight's going to be my favorite part. Yes, tonight for my birthday party, uh, we also have the music stylings of Craig Goldberg will be performing. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. So that will I'm be exciting. Uh, all right, finally, our deep thoughts question. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's one movie you could make the other, all right, watch that they would absolutely hate? So, if, Jim, if you had to pick a movie to make Katie watch that she would absolutely hate, what might you pick? And Katie, Ooh. what movie would you make Jim watch to be absolutely miserable? I feel like there it might be a movie you've already seen, though. That's that fine. Okay? You, yeah, you can pay. Okay. Like, yeah, you're just putting it on. You're like, you get mm-hmm. to have that say. You will be watching just to, this just movie. Just to make my partner yep, miserable? Yep. It would be Sex in the City. The, the movie. Oh, the movie. Yeah. Oh, God, that movie's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um... I would have to pick a horror movie because Katie hates oh, horror God, movies. Oh, why? See? Yeah, there you go. Uh, and what would it be? Probably Nightmare on Elm Street, the original. Oh. Okay, so I would, so I, I've i actually seen that. And okay. I feel, so I feel like I, if I know what's coming, then it's not as okay. horrendous. As, well, what about so the, like, um, get, like, um, you? The one from the or what was that one? Us. 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 With Jordan Peele, yeah, the one Jordan where Katie Peele, wouldn't, yeah, even, couldn't even watch the uh, trail. Although even, from what I heard, it's not even, it's this not as, yeah. This is what we hear, but I can't even ponder it. Saw. 
I feel like Saw is one that I couldn't. I was, Saw is almost so ridiculous that it's it yeah, doesn't. Yeah, you almost yeah. Yeah, it's not scary because it's so ridiculous. I would pick I like uh, for you two. I would make you watch The Notebook too. <sighs> is there a second? I think there is. It's oh, like a direct to video one. Yeah. But is that like it's not after any one of them the people, has died? Or? Well, I think there. Well, there's a sequel book, and I think they did a sequel movie, oh, or maybe it was Lord. one of the other. They find ones. another. Do notebook? they tell the story of their actual relationship in yeah, the second? It's very one? abusive. Lots of lots of hate hitting. <laughs> yeah. Really oh anger filled. Cool. Um, all right, so that's five questions. Uh, recommendations? Anybody have recommendations as we round up for the day? Uh, just check out. I I don't know. I've I feel like the brewery world has opened up for us this weekend. Like I I just luckily there's no shortage of breweries. Whole new in world. The they're everywhere. Yeah, they're they're probably. everywhere. We don't go to any of the ones in Philly. No, we don't. We don't. I so I think it's a recommendation for us. Mm. I mean, there's this untapped resource if you're not going to breweries go to breweries go to the yards brewery oh and then if you're in this area you've got to go to the what was the name of the joy yoga in holbrook Holbrook. hold your cork in you gotta hold your cork in go to pio on sundays it's like church don't let your cork out wicked wicked good wicked good uh x-men 2 oh yeah um was very good. I'd recommend that. Widowmaker Trillium, which we went to. Oh, and then we, we had listened. lunch at um, Yard Yard House. Yard was House, nice. which was very nice. We listened to uh, Dak Shepard with Craig T. Nelson, which might be our favorite. It was really good. That might be our favorite armchair of ever. It was excellent. Yeah. Awesome. Highly recommend. All right. Perfect. And Let's go get showered. Yes. We got a party. We got to get ready for the party. Uh, we'll talk about that on next week's show. Next, Hold our next film hats. is going to be Ridley Scott's Alien. Yay! Ooh, 30- we might have a guest. We might have a guest. We might have a guest. We'll, we'll, have a guest. we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Alien is celebrating its 40th birthday this that year as well. Not we okay. need to research that high school that did the Alien play because yes. the head looked amazing. Yeah, I wonder yes. if there's video of that. Yeah, I'm sure there's some. Sigourney Weaver showed it's, up. I think it's um where Jay Bartlett is from. Where is he from? Bergen. Bergen County. I think it's Bergen County. They have a lot of money in Bergen County. Yeah, is that where? But it was like a yeah, it was like a student made production. I want to. I want. Yeah, yeah we got to research, research that. Research. Uh, all right, we will talk to everybody soon. Bye, bye everybody. Bye.